Welcome. Webster's Dictionary defines metal as courage, vigor, and strength of spirit or temperament. A staying quality or stamina. Mental or moral strength and courage implying firmness in the face of danger or difficulty with fortitude and resilience. Everyone in the military and veteran communities embodies this metal needed to accomplish all that comes their way. These are their first-hand account of these stories. Welcome to the Medal of Honor podcast with your host, Tiffany Martschink. If you have tuned in the past couple weeks, you will recall what life was like prior to her joining the military. Erica Kelly, the 17th Command Chief Master Sergeant for the Air Force Reserve Command and the Senior Enlisted Advisor to the Chief of the Air Force Reserve Command. The following week, you heard people from multiple countries share the positive impact Erica Kelly has had on their lives. If you missed those episodes, you need to check them out. In the meantime, we're going to hear some excerpts from those episodes and jump into, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story of retired Air Force veteran, Erica Kelly. My two brothers and I playing, my mother, and everything was, even though we were poor, everything felt good. Everything felt safe until my mother walked away from us. And um, when he beat me, when he told me how disgusting I was and that I could not find anyone else that would love me in this world, I believed him. Why me feeling so proud now now proud in an egotistical way, but just proud that I can say that I served for 32 and a half years. Uh, Tiffany, one of the first things I needed to do was to get myself out of my own way. Um, I had the perfect excuse or excuses not to move forward, not to do anything, to keep a stereotypical negative, stereotypical view of um, a poor Hispanic female immigrant. My mother's biggest dream for me, this is not a criticism towards my mother. It's, it's just a woman that had a second grade education, looking at the American dream for me. One of the reasons that I ended up being homeless at 16 was because my mom did not want me to finish high school. To her, it was unnecessary. I needed to work and help out the family. I. We'll be right back. Roger that. 
Erica is the most resilient person I know. I believe it is her remarkable inner spirit and her warm-heartedness. She has come through so much and has achieved so much with grace and poise and dignity. I am truly honored to be mentored by Erica and to have the privilege of working alongside her as we learn and grow together. <laughs> Erica's the best. Erica is an amazing source of inspiration and hope. She comes from a background in which no one really believed in her, and yet Erica has nonetheless developed an incredible ability to believe in both herself and others. She believes there is goodness in every one of us, and she has a way of drawing out that goodness. I know Erica believes in me, and that has made all the difference. I know that she also believes in you. The top person in the Air Force Reserve. How did that pan out for you? Well, I um, I loved my mission. I loved being a medic. I, I loved the opportunity to do operational missions deployed. And I was, I was really exposed to a lot of things in the world, which just fed, fed me goodness. I, I love to travel and, and get to know people and get to learn about different cultures. But, um, what ended up happening to Tiffany is that when I got to the rank of chief, chief master sergeant, or for the other branches, uh, the, the E9, um, rank, I knew that if I stayed there in in that same environment, being a medic, being the chief of that squadron, that I would um, become stale because I needed to keep growing myself and I needed to make room for others to grow underneath me. So I, I made a decision that I was going to stay as as the chief master sergeant of my squadron, AirVac for two or three years at the most and I was going to do something else because I needed to create that that room for people to promote that room for people to continue to grow what was I going to do I don't know at the time I didn't know I just knew that I needed to serve my people by me getting out of their way of growing and in that time, Tiffany, what happened is that the command chief of that uh, military installation at the time, it was uh, March um, Air Reserve Base in Southern California. The command chief said, um, I'm going to retire. And if anyone's interested in learning, looking at what this job is all about, just put in your name in the hat and I will mentor you. And that's what I did. I'm like, I'm jumping in. And Tiffany, for a year before that amazing leader retired, he mentored me. So when I put in for the job, when I applied to become something completely different than I had been in my military career, and people asked me, the panel asked me, what have you done to prepare yourself for this position? 
I was able to say for the last year and a half, I've been doing this and this and that. And it was pretty amazing, pretty amazing to take risk, pretty amazing to do something completely different, just helping people in a different platform. But um, looking back, looking back, my biggest fear then was public speaking. I was very much afraid of my accent, of people, still is a little bit, I think, of people criticizing me. Um, so I had to fight my own fears, my own insecurities, take risk and go to that interview. And lo and behold, get selected as the wing command chief. And then from there, uh, get other positions uh, within the, the realm of um, executive leadership, of command level decision making, and for my last assignment to, to be at the Pentagon, to be at headquarters, uh, Air Force Reserve, and, and serve, um, to serve my people in a different way. It, it, it was a, an amazing journey, Tiffany. And I think you're still doing that with, but with your own business now, you are mentoring other people, even though you still have that fear of public speaking. I wouldn't know by hearing you speak. So I think that's amazing that you, as you overcome what your struggles are, you're helping other people overcome their own. And I think that's amazing. I love what I do, Tiffany. I, I mean, I, I love what I did in law enforcement. I love what I did as an airman, but, um, I'm still, I'm still for people. I am for people and uniform or not uniform. Um, I know that my purpose is to lead. My purpose is to help. My, my purpose is to crush, um, those mindsets that we have that just limit limits how we make decisions or limits how we move forward in life. So I love what I'm doing now. Love, love what I'm doing now. And you can tell you do an amazing job. So yeah, I, I, I would say from my perspective, there is no doubt that you like what you do. Because you're so good at it. Self-value and self-worth um, are key for us to move forward. What I would tell that person is that you are valuable enough and, you're, and you, you are worthy enough to have your dream, to meet your goals, to work hard, to understand that every step that you're making forward, every decision that you're making forward is absolutely for you. But it's also absolutely for you to showcase and model behavior for others to follow. At one point in time, Tiffany, I told you, I maybe didn't have the faith enough in me. I needed to borrow it. I needed to borrow it from somebody else. Well, if anyone in that amazing audience that is yours is listening to this and they're thinking of the military 
as an opportunity for a career, an opportunity to do something else. I say, go for it. Go for it. Take the risk. You don't have to have all the pieces in place to move forward. And even if you have a reserved personality, it doesn't matter, everyone. We all have our own gifts. We all have our own talents. We don't have to be clones of each other. If the military is your path, make it a reality for your life. Promise you won't regret it. Something that I, I want people to know is that th there's no finish line in self-growth. There's no finish line in self-awareness. Because every time you get to that line that you think is the end, you see the world different. You see more of the world. So... If, if, you know, as we're finishing this, this interview, what I obviously want to say is thank you, Tiffany, for giving me this platform to share a little bit of me. But if we can learn from those losses in life, if we can learn from those mistakes in life, then we truly understand that there's no finish line in learning. No finish line. Erica's a force to be reckoned with. Her passion, her friendship, her drive, her ability to allow others to see themselves in a whole other light. Her ability to help others navigate to become a better version of themselves her impact that she makes on others, on teams, as an educator, as a friend, as a mentor. I truly feel blessed to have Erica as my mentor, my friend. And I am so proud of all the accomplishments that you have made, Erica, and continue being that ray of sunshine to everybody. And I look forward to seeing all of the fantastic things that you're going to continue to do. Thank you. Yes, good afternoon. This is James Parker Bitten. I'm glad to be uh, and, and honored to be adding a little bit of information about Erica Kelly. I served with Erica Kelly at March Air Reserve Base when she was the command chief there. And uh, I was working at the 163rd Air National Guard on the same base. And uh, I just can't say enough about Erica Kelly's leadership and guidance and her, uh, her spirit to help other people in the process. It's been noted many times in all these social media forums, uh, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook, she's always leading, always encouraging. And uh, just a big shout out to her and hope her recognition goes extremely well. Thank you. Thank you, and have a nice day.